0: Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated, this is America Unplugged.
2: What is going on, everybody? It is America Unplugged, unauthorized, unscripted. And unafraid, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. What is going on? What's up to everybody at Rockfin? I see you guys uh, uh, coming, uh, coming alive, which is dope. We will talk a little bit about what happened yesterday and why you didn't get any programming here. But uh, we, you know, we'll talk about all that. I'm here with the usual suspects, ladies and gents. Drinking his coffee, wearing his American t-shirt. That that's a dope American t-shirt, by the way. I like that very much. I am wearing a, a Pizza Planet t-shirt. <laughs> not, as, not as cool as yours, but it is what it is. Mr. Tony Arterburn,
0: the wisest of all the wolves, ladies and gents. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm an American, Billy, not an American. <laughs> not an American. Okay? We're going to get this done. I tell you what, the White House, <laughs> they've got uh, they created 10 billion new jobs. Did you know this, according to the <laughs> president? No, I, I want one. 10, yeah, yeah it's—it they, they have created 10 billion new jobs, 1.3 jobs for everyone on the planet. I mean, it's a total success. Almost as many people that, as that voted for Joe Biden. Jesus
1: Christ.
2: <laughs> well, I want I want one of those. I, I want one of those jobs, maybe two of them. You know what, what, you know, if they're available, I'll take them. Can 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 I mold them to, to fit sure. my lifestyle?
0: It's have have it your way. They took the slogan from Burger King billions Beautiful. and billions served. You got it, Beautiful. Billy.
2: Go ahead. Beautiful. I love it. And of course, the legendary, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Don Jeffries. How are you all the way from the swamps in Washington, DC? That have yet to be drained, by the way. Just giving you yeah. a heads up. What's up, Don?
1: Yeah. What's going on? No draining at all. Still smells just as powerful from here in the D.C. <laughs> suburbs. So uh no, no, nothing's been done. I, I, I eagerly await some of those jobs because it's going to be some great opportunities for us. So uh looking forward to that. Thank you, Beautiful. Joe Biden, our, our beloved president. <laughs>
2: Who went super saying not, not too long ago, if you know anything about Dragon Ball Z, Mr. Wayne McCroy is in the chat. <laughs> and I want to say what's up to Wayne. We are going to... In in the coming days, uh, we're going to do a a soft launch of freeworld.fm. And anybody who wants to go over there and tune in, um, it's it's a soft launch. It's not not the the, the whole deal. We have to work out the kinks. Mr. Mr. Wayne McCroy will be a part of that. Uh, Thank you for showing up, sir. I love seeing you in the chat. We'll get to the rest of them. I see Harps also. What's going on? And we have a very special guest with us, longtime friend of the show and friend of the individuals here at America Unplugged ladies and gentlemen making her maiden voyage here it's lucky Me. lucky how are you you know it's, i mean well, we saw you. you we saw you um when when you came on of course like before we went live but you know it's it's we haven't collectively talked in a very long time i'm very happy to have you how are you doing Well,
3: thank you thank you very much it's been it has been a while hasn't it it's mm-hmm. um when the covid jumped off and all the weird stuff happened i think it separated a lot of folks even on even um through the internet it separated a lot of folks but i'm just excited to see what the hell president Asterix is going to do next
2: (laughs) well let's you know what let's not waste any time and talk about it and of course um a lot of you may not agree with my take but it is my take nonetheless and i offer it to you humbly um and and (laughs) and i'm willing to to be corrected on, on on a bunch of this but um Right, so, so Joe Biden, right, he, he, he does this speech, right? And everybody loses their freaking mind. Yes, he looks like Adolf Hitler. And <coughs> yes, he does. It looks really bad. These are bad optics. Whoever thought of this should be fired immediately. If, if this was me, and listen, this didn't work out, please get the hell out of here. Now, get somebody else to, to, to do the colors behind me when I'm giving a speech, right? But, but, but let's, t- let's keep into account here what we've been saying about this man, that he can't tie his shoes, that he can't find his way out of a wet paper bag. You know, that, I mean, you, you name it, you say it about this dude, right? And a lot of times I agree with you because it's clear that there's some cognitive decline going on. This is clear. Can't be argued. Guy's very old, right? It happens sometimes, unfortunately. So is he the senile Alzheimer's disease, dementia, Joe Biden? Or is he Adolf Hitler? Let's make up our freaking minds here, guys. OK, so we see a thing. We, we, we see a, a, a him looking like Adolf Hitler and the right and the extreme right and those who hate the Democrats because they drink uh, 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 baby blood. They say uh, they say out of nowhere that he's Adolf Hitler, you know, and, 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 and that, that, you know, he it's a Nazi and all this other stuff. I'm like, come on, bro. It's a freaking picture. All right. And, and we're talking about mimetic magic, meme magic going down and all this other stuff. Listen, that only works if you allow it to work. If you want to believe this shit, then it will be what it will be. Sure, it doesn't look good. He's not Adolf Hitler, man. All right. He, he, he's he's more along the lines of, hey, listen, I'm losing my mind. I don't know what I'm saying, but let's also keep in mind that he delivered the shit out of this speech. Whether I like right. it or not, there's a lot of things that I didn't that I didn't uh, like about what he said. There's some things that I did, but he delivered it like he was good. He delivered it like a Donald Trump would like an old school Joe Biden. So I, I know what the theories are going to be. Well, they gave him some. Uh, so what's it called? Uh, uh, uh,
1: what, 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 what's know. it called?
2: So,
0: adrenochrome Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, i was gonna say yeah they (laughs)
2: handed him some adrenochrome beforehand they were like here suck on this baby fetus you'll be fine (laughs) go ahead right that's 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 the explanation anyway we'll get into more of this as the the conversation evolves i want to hear what my people have to say about it mr tony Arderburn, the wisest of all the wolves and of course mr don jeffries the legendary and lucky who is joining us here today and all of you all of you in the chat, go ahead and uh, and let me know what you thought about all of this, what you're, what you're thinking about all this. I am thinking we're being fully manipulated into, you know, the divide. And that's it. Yes. Tony, what's up, buddy? Go ahead.
0: Well, I believe that it was absolutely on purpose planned out to have that visual behind him as well. He's a wartime president against his own people. This is something new under the sun in our country. We're, uh, this is part of the lockdowns that happened in ah. 2020. Right. It's why we put sanctions on Russia. We're softening up the target. We're softening up our own people. And I tell you, you know, he went full Swalwell earlier in the week talking about Well, the Second Amendment, you can't use it to fight governments. You need F-15s. I mean, you know, again, um, Eric Swalwell said he could, we have nuclear weapons. You can't use your Second Amendment against the government. Well, right. tell that to the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs>
3: tell uh... that to hey.
0: kong you know, they didn't, they didn't, again, this is the, uh, the era of, of, and, and arrogance. I think Joe Biden has two things going on for him. I think you're right. I think he is senile. He has senility and he has hubris and arrogance. You mm. combine those two things. I mean, you are talking about it, just a disaster waiting to happen. That's what he is. And of course, I don't think he's really in control. People that are saying, you know, F Joe Biden and Brandon, I, I get it. I mean, but that's not your president. Your president are the people you don't see. They're the Mm -hmm. Praetorian Guard of the Central Intelligence Agency, the NSA, all the other FBI. Those are the people running the government, not Joe Biden. He was just a figurehead. He's just there to give a speech. So I will say, I mean, I watched this. I think all this is on purpose. And you're exactly right. The division he's laying down the gauntlet. We're in a cold civil war right now. I don't want it to be that way, but that's what they're setting up. And then taking it's kind of like they did in the 90s, Billy. I was part of the grassroots, you know, uh, militia type. And this was, this was I was 14 years old going right. to hear O'Griott speak on this was before Oklahoma city and they used Oklahoma city. They had the Manchurian candidate, Tim McVeigh. They had him. And then all of a sudden, all those movements and grassroots people st- after Ruby Ridge, after Waco and seeing what the government did and the assault weapons ban, people stood up, but they got rid of that and they dispersed it. So they're using January 6th and they're using, uh, other, I think like Patriot front and some of these other groups that I I'm pretty sure are like, 40, 80 percent FBI agents to to, mm-hmm. to to say, well, that's Republicans. So they're even though the Republican Party is a is a majorly controlled opposition system, they still don't want anything to subvert or push back against the globalist agenda. And that's my take on it.
2: Very good. Very, very good. We'll 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 circle back to you, Tone, as the conversation evolves. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. Lucky, I saw you chomping at the bit. What did you have to say? What's going on?
3: Okay. In regards to the F-15s comment, what what Mr. Asterix, President, do? Okay, the crash test dummy in charge. In charge. Uh, he, uh, what he doesn't seem to understand is that there's a lot of support people behind the F-15s, and they're the ones who's got their guns and their AR-15s. You know, so all the, this this nonsense about threatening American people with greater bigger machines you know b- bigger war war machines there's got to be people behind it you've got the ground crew because a ground a, a lance corporal in the marine Corps can ground a plane that fast okay what he' fails to realize is that there's a lot more of us out there than there are of him and his people all right what's the percentage of the uh, of the military what what does? the military represent and percentage of our population, what one, two, 3% maybe
0: like total veterans and active duty also.
3: No, I no, no, like? no. I'm talking about active duty. Who has to follow orders under the, of the president. What's that population? Less that's than 1%. one. Uh, okay. That's what I was thinking. Right. So they might have all this equipment, but there's only 1% of them there. They only have, there's a whole bunch more of us. And the thing is in regards to Trump's, or excuse Biden's speech last night. Same,
2: same difference. You're fine. Yeah,
3: I have to, I can, I'm going to have to say I agree more with you about that. But the thing is, is it's his speech writer. It's Biden's speech writer that said all these things. The speech, right. you're right, right. Billy Ray. Right? He delivered that speech. He delivered right. it. The optics, yeah, people shouldn't be fired. They should be actually put in jail because that was <laughs> wanton. That was wanton. Okay. In addition to that, um, yeah. <laughs> um, in addition to that, uh, that man, the, the man that's standing there, all he knows how to do is retell a prompt or, re- or memorize the speech and speak it. That's all he knows how to do anymore. He's yeah. really good at it, so they're just feeding him what he needs. Uh, Jill needs to go to jail, Jill mm-hmm. Biden, for elder abuse. Actually, a lot of them need to go to jail for elder abuse. No, no, I'm not being mean. I'm, this is actual no, no, compassion. This is compassion. That man, because my mom is in that age group, okay? I wouldn't put her through that. I wouldn't let her stand up for that long for if for any reason. You know, I mean, if, if dementia is kicking in, guess what? Anyway, but that's, that's where I was going. But um, there was another point. That was brought up, and I think I lost it, and <laughs> I apologize. So. Oh no, you're but I fine. Know I we pointed got to, at it. it.
2: Right, we got time to come rem- come back around to it. You, you'll right. remember it at some point, and, and it happens to me. At two thirty in the
3: morning, when I'm dead asleep, I'm like, oh man, I meant to say this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. it, it happens to me every single episode. But um, oh, okay. Don, I'm coming to you. Right, I, I, I want your thoughts on what went down on, on on everything that happened here. Um, yeah, just go just go ahead, give me your thoughts, and then I'll chime. in. Go ahead.
1: Well, first of all, I think we all need to give a, a huge shout out to Adolf Hitler. Uh, you know, he's been underappreciated forever because uh, this is a guy who is, uh, continues to be used as the as the prop for uh, all sides. I mean, you know, so the right is now calling, and it's ironic because the right, obviously, is being called Hitlers and Nazis all the time now by the left. Right. So right. what is it? I mean, he, he, you know, this Nazi thing has become kind of a catch all. I mean, the uh, National Socialists. Uh, party was heard last heard from, I think, about 1945. So it's close to 80 years. And uh, so it's amazing they have so much relevance now in Hollywood and our political discourse. So again, people use this nonsense. That's why I used to hate Alex Jones constantly talking about Hitler and Nazis and everything, because it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's stupid and irrelevant. And uh, so when they do that, they lose me right away when they're saying that. The, the military symbolism was awful there, but I think it was more like a Bolshevik type symbolism with the the, the stark red, mm-hmm. you know, and the Praetorian guard behind him and everything. So symbolically, it was a very nasty message, even beyond the words of basically telling uh, 74 million or how many people they claim voted for Trump. I don't know, but obviously a huge chunk of of the country, probably half the voting public. Uh, and who knows how many that didn't vote that are just, in, the, in that boat that maybe sympathize with uh, the, the America First uh, positions. But to call them threats to democracy is, well, you know, but this, is, this is the same people that are giving uh, untold billions to uh, one of the most undemocratic countries in the world, in Ukraine, to the, the, the comedian over there, yeah. and uh, <laughs> saying that we're helping democracy. So this is just mind-boggling. And, and, of course, this is the same democracy that has hold- has been holding political prisoners for over a year and a half that have been denied all due process and are trying them on national television. Right. Without even allowing them a defense, and then expecting them to go to some kind of courtroom and be able to have any kind of a fair trial. I mean, where, where are they going to find that jury? You know, back in civil libertarian days, there were people out there that would argue about, you know, we've well, got to move this jurisdiction. They can't get a fair trial here. They can't get a fair trial anywhere. You no, know, maybe so you can you,
2: find them on Gab. If you, go, if you go to Gab, I'm sure you'll find a bunch of people that will side with them. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, but they're they're not going to be just
1: jurors in <laughs> a courtroom. But so I think so I I do want to introduce and I'll be writing about it soon. I, I really the more I watch this guy, Biden, I think and you guys have all brought up several points about him. You know, is he uh, is he does he have Alzheimer's or dementia? Because uh, he's he's really not that old by today's standards. Seventy nine, I think it is. That's not that old right. anymore. And, uh, you know, you compare him to Trump. You know, look at Trump's, you know, ability to, you know, to do whatever he does. Uh, but Biden just seems very suspiciously uh and, and, and you know, when he wants to deliver speeches, you know, he can do it, he can suddenly snap it on. And I don't think they're giving him adrenochrome, although he probably does, you know, get adrenochrome like all the rest of them do. But I, I don't I, I think it's this is a Biden, <laughs> this is a Bidenstein project. Uh, because you know, when you have him walking around, like I said, I don't know how many times I've seen him walking around and his hands out to shake somebody's hand. I mean, that's, that's rad- and that's happened repeatedly that I've seen on film. Uh, when you saw a few months back when they were at some kind of thing where Obama was there and Obama had like a, a crowd of admirers around him and, and Biden, the president of the United States is like trying to butt in and everybody's ignoring him. Literally, he was by himself. How does, I mean, I think this is psyop theater they're trying to create this, for whatever reason. I don't know why, but uh, the, the reason they picked this guy, when they picked him, go back to you know to the, the 2020 primaries where he his campaign was dead in the water. Suddenly, on Super Tuesday, his campaign caught fire out of nowhere. It made no sense at all. Nobody was coming to his rallies. Clearly, he appeared to be, you know, in decline or whatever it is. Uh, there's no reason for the party or the voters to turn to him at that point. But they claimed he did. Uh, Bernie Sanders, oh, you, know, you just drop your campaign now. It doesn't make any sense. Everybody just basically dropped out. Nobody challenged him. And OK, he's the he's the candidate. And then he had he mounted the campaign where he never even attempted to leave his basement. Uh, the other side could make fun of, the you know, the room where he had like six people in it or whatever. Trump is holding these th- rallies with thousands of people. I, get, I think it's all theater. I think it's all theater. First of all, I don't think they count the votes. I think it should be obvious to everyone. By now. So mm-hmm. all you Republicans are out there. Think we're we're going to take the House back and the Senate back. Well, <laughs> it's not up to you. You know, they may they may let that happen, but it's not going to be because you voted for him or didn't vote for him. I and mean, all you got to do is look at these guys. And if you, you really think that Republicans are continually voting, Lindsay, Lindsey Graham into office, really? I mean, or it, McCain. how about that guy or McCain or you know, how about that guy in Texas is a corpsman or whatever that he he comes <laughs> on. the He's he's constantly on the floor of the Senate saying everything that Texas Republicans should want to tar and feather him for. And yet he's getting reelected. I mean, I don't yes. believe it for a second. So uh, I think this is all theater. So from now on, I think it's just, I'm going to refer to it as the Bidenstein project. So it's Bidenstein versus uh, Trumpetstein. So uh, like you know, maybe we'll get, yeah, it's like a Godzilla movie. And maybe maybe eventually <laughs> we'll get the real Frankenstein's monster. That's why I'm campaigning for that. I'm like, let's make it, you know, let's, let's keep it unreal. Let's have the Frankenstein's monster <laughs> in there and uh, resurrect Boris Karloff. Let's make it interesting.
2: We already have Marjorie Taylor Greene. So, I mean, that's as close as Frankenstein as we're going to get. <laughs> Listen, u- ultimately, what I think here is that um, uh, there there is a real threat to American democracy. If you take it, if you feel that that these elections are legit. Right. And I feel that the elections are legit to a certain point. I think they'll let you vote for the president of the United States. I think both, both candidates are controlled. It doesn't matter who gets in. They want to give you the illusion that you're doing something. So you go vote and somebody gets in and you lose your freaking mind. It doesn't matter because they're still owned by Hagen and Dodds, right? If you have, you have freaking um, uh, vanilla and chocolate, you're buying it from Hagen and Dodds, plain and simple. Right. So when they're talking about a threat to democracy and they're talking, th- and, and, and Joe Biden said, uh, th- uh, the MAGA Republicans, I believe personally that the MAGA Republicans are a delusional cult that are completely and totally mind controlled. And is that divisive? Absolutely. But it's the freaking truth. All right. People need to snap out of this shit ASAP. All right, because everything is wrong, everything is stolen, everything, you know, the 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 Democrats are the deep state. You know, th- that needs to stop. I remember a time when the Democrats and the Republicans were the freaking deep state. Bingo. Right? And and that's not a thing anymore. Right? So when we talk about or when when Joe Biden was was referring to this, but but this isn't a Joe Biden narrative. They've co-opted it and given it to him. When we talk about what's going on in this country, how many freaking QAnon followers are getting elected into political office right now that's a problem you think these people yeah. are going to act accordingly to any election so if elections were bullshit to begin with they're certainly going to be bullshit now and that's a really big problem when people like marjorie Tilly, there's tons of freaking people I, I don't i can't name them off top but there's Tons of Republicans that are getting elected purely on saying that Donald Trump, that this election was stolen. And everybody wants to go around saying, yo, the election was stolen. Freaking prove it. None of you can. None of you have. It hasn't happened. Prove it. Prove it. Prove that this guy actually got the the election stolen from him. The only thing that you will find if you trace this thing back is that it came out of Donald Trump's freaking mouth. That's the only thing that you will find. And don't give me the, opt- the optics. So, oh, there's, there's uh, 30,000 people on fucking boats and nobody's supporting Joe Biden. I've told you time and time again, this isn't about Joe Biden. This is about Donald Trump. They'll, they'll vote for anything other than Donald Trump. And when 2024 rolls around and Donald Trump loses again, it's going to be the end of the world. People are going to collectively lose it. We need to figure out, and I know I'm probably not doing the best job at making people that um, that uh, uh, are opposed to my point of view come over to my side here, but I don't know how else to do it. We need to figure it out here in the alternative media. If we figure it out here, it'll leak out, Lord willing. And maybe we can figure out that we're being attacked on all, on all angles here. But g- having these people in government is a problem it is a big problem and when joe biden said it he was absolutely right i don't care if you think that that the speech was uh you know uh crazy which parts of it were the optics were bad that one thing that he said when he said these people are a problem he was absolutely right they are a giant problem a giant problem
1: but what does what that mean if they're if they're they're problem Mm-hmm. what what do you do about the problem Again, I don't know your, what to do he problem. and every well he and everyone else is saying that uh the, you just said there was no election fraud at all so there's no election fraud with them getting elected either right so if they're if they're getting elected and it's a problem then the problem is with the voters so what do you do you can't vote for these people so this is why this kind of thinking and this is why i say uh, you know uh, marjorie taylor green or anybody else in there uh, I, you and I, disagree on her. I find it refreshing. I, I think she's entertaining. She's a honor, so. Don. <laughs> you know? She she, she, she well, got yeah, her yeah. position
2: being a QAnoner. How could how could she you done? lend any credence to somebody that believed in QAnon to have my best interest at heart? And she only abandoned it to get into office. So I still think she believes that shit. Sorry, Don.
1: Go ahead. Well, she, she, you know she may believe it, but again, remember the QAnon people. Yes, they they've fallen for a CIA-created psyop, obviously. We don't think the white hats are coming. We don't think Trump is really president. But at the basis, they their core of beliefs is they're they're seeing the corruption and they're seeing the tyranny. And right now, both parties have always been awful. You know what I think of them. But right now it's the woke Democrats that are in charge. So I find it hard to believe that uh the MAGA Republicans are the problem when you have people in and uh you know, the uh you have what I think is an actor, AOC. I think she what I had to call it the uh what do you call it? Um, the AOC Stein or something like that, because I think that's a project, too. But right. uh, you have Ilhan Omar, who I I doubt very seriously knows what's in the Constitution and certainly doesn't believe in it. And there's tons of tons of people on that side. Adam Schiff. I mean, does Adam Schiff believe in the Bill of Rights? There's no chance. <laughs> so uh, yeah. so I, the, 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 idea, the idea that these people the problem so I think it's again I think this is attempting when Joe Biden says the problem well what are you saying that so what do you want to do about those people and again that's millions whether you can call them diluted or not but 75 80 million people and that's what the point the Republicans some Republicans have been trying to make is that are you saying that 75 to 80 million people are Nazis in America because that's basically and I've seen See, people on I'm CNN sorry. you know go ahead, go ahead, go Tom, ahead.
2: No, no 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 finish up please
1: no, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. So when you when you do that, it's it's. I don't think back in the red baiting era the 50s, the 1950s, that anybody on the right made those kind of broad, sweeping generalizations. Yeah, they called certain people, he's a red or he's a fellow traveler, but I don't think they claimed half the American public were communists because they voted for, uh, you know, they voted for uh, whatever some of the leftists of the era. Mm. So this, I think, this is just really a. a distressing and what it does is the idea is we have to we can have freedom but not those people you know you you can be free but we can't have you in congress you can't have you represent us And when you put those restrictions like that that's not liberty if, if, if you assume the elections are real i, I don't think they are again yeah. i think they you know, I, I i don't think they've counted the votes for a long time if they ever did honestly anyhow But it is an illusion. Like I said, they give you the illusion that you're that you're making a difference, and they're putting the candidates out there. Maybe sometimes they let you choose from if it's a really, you know, like I I don't know if they needed to fix, uh, you know, uh, Dole versus uh, whoever the hell I can't even remember Clinton or whatever. You know, yeah, Dole versus Clinton, things like that, or Dukakis versus Bush or something. I mean, some of them maybe okay. we'll let them vote this time. But uh, they're certainly going to fix it if they think, if they think, because, you know, I'll, I'll let them go ahead and let them do it. It's like it's like the NFL or games like that. Maybe, yeah, maybe some of the games aren't fixed. Well, yeah, we'll let it go. But I mean, most of the time I think they are. So I think it's all rigged. And I think it's very dangerous when you put those kinds of restrictions when you call names, because it's just it's the exact same type thing. The reason why I was so interested in being a civil libertarian back in the day is because people still were being smeared with being commies and reds and all that. And now that's all gone and uh you it but everybody on both sides are being smeared as we talked about adolf hitler our t- our hats off to you because you're you're one of the most important political figures in the world still everybody's a nazi and uh it's everybody's dangerous and, and the idea it's free thought no idea is dangerous and i think that both sides need to learn that we we need to if we're going to have freedom you need to have total freedom
2: well i i think we do need to, and, and tony i'm coming to you and then i'm going to go to lucky i i, I think we uh we do need to incorporate that. I think there needs to be a certain amount of freedom, but but um, I mean, you know, freedom period. But uh, but but um, when we talk about these people and we say, oh, you, you're t- you're telling seventy five million people that, or or however many people voted uh, for that side, that they are whatever they are. Trump's been doing this, and, and this is my 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 issue with the alternative media. Trump's been doing the same thing since twenty sixteen. They're calling the the, the Democrats blood sucking vampires. But we here in the alternative media will not concentrate on that. But when when Biden says this shit that he says about about Trump supporters, then we come to the defense ASAP. We need to do both. Even if we hate the Democrats, we need to say, okay, maybe they're not blood sucking vampires. Their policies are bullshit. There are conspiracies that they do, you know, that there's a a bunch of stuff that we can actually prove. But blood-sucking vampires, I don't know. Somebody in the chat said, I think it was Stephen, he said, prove that Biden got all those votes. And that's probably in reference to me saying prove that uh, Donald Trump actually won this election. Well, I'll tell you something, Stephen. Go check out the lawsuit on Mr. Rudolph Giuliani. Go check out the lawsuit on, on uh, on Sidney Powell. I'm going to release the Kraken. Go check it. Go check Lynn Wood. Go check what's going on with them. Go check what's going on with OAN. What happened to Newsmax when they were mer- made to retract on air? Everything they said about the election. And go see what's going on with Fox News because all their anchors, all their, their quote-unquote newsmen are getting dragged in to, to, to depositions now. All of them. All of them. And they have nothing to back it. Absolutely nothing to back it. So here's my problem. Right. What what's going on with the alternative media and what's gone on with the far right, we've been our minds have been colonized. And I'm just humble enough to to fucking admit that our minds have been colonized by ops like Cambridge Analytica. This is proven fact. This isn't conspiracy theory. This is proven fact. And it's got us fighting against each other and we're never going to beat them. The new world order, whatever, whatever you want to call them, we're never going to beat them. Fighting each other and guess what we're doing we're fighting each other we're pointing fingers quick fast that's what we're doing that's my whole issue okay tone and then we're going to lucky what's up tone
0: well there's a reason i'm your favorite right-wing radical and why you have me (laughs) on the show um well i for one i like threats to democracy uh i'm i don't believe in democracy we're not a democracy we're supposed to be a constitutional republic and all of this is a game. You look at uh, Hillary Clinton's basket of deplorables. If you right. vote for Trump or if you're on the right and you hate uh, gays and you hate Islam and you hate, you know, right. women and all this other stuff. Uh, and, you know, you were right about the, the QAnon narrative about how the Democrats drink blood and all this stuff. And this is the most dangerous part of all of this, too. Right now you have. Some grassroots, or at least I think there are a lot of controlled opposition who are just putting the Democrats and the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, but leaving out all of the Republicans are also part of it. Mm -hmm. See, that's the danger. That partisanship is the way to hell. And that's where we're headed. See, I would do away with the popular vote. All of these elections that we have. Are of the bankers for the bankers by the bankers. That's why we have national elections, folks. That's why we had the 17th Amendment. That's what your senators used to be picked by your legislature. The bankers in 1913 got rid of that. So you would have the illusion that you're picking the people. And that's right. the problem with democracy. Democracy ushers in socialism and communism. Democracy uh, it killed Socrates, okay? Democracy killed Christ. That's what they voted on it. That's what democracy is. So I'm not a fan of democracy. I don't like the word. I don't like the practice of it. I will say that we are we're in danger in this country of of having a I think you're right, Billy. I'm not really disagreeing with you. I think we're having a partisan implosion. Here's another thing. You can't fix anybody arguing Joe Biden got 81 million or whatever. I don't know. I make jokes about it, too. But I think you're missing a couple of key points here. One, electronic voting. If you have electronic voting, you're never going to have free and fair elections. Period. End of issue. Quit talking about what type of machine—if it's Dominion or, or Smartmatic or any of those things—it does not matter. You're missing the point. The point is having it in general is why you why you're here. And another thing too that Americans don't realize—and I'll, I'll we'll throw it to Lucky—it's demographics, folks. You want to know what happened in 2020? You have to go back and look at 2016. Donald Trump won by 80,000 votes, spread over four states, and he lost the popular vote. He only won by four states over 80,000 votes. Okay, that's not a lot of votes. That's how he won the Electoral College. A lot of things happened in 2020. I don't know what happened. There's 2000 mules and millions of fools. So they got they got everybody. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But I do know that if this system is based on division And all we're doing is making the rich richer and and creating more power in the central government. That's what's happening with our system, right? now.
2: Agreed. 100%, sir. As usual. Lucky, what's up? Tell me what you're thinking. No holds barred. Just (laughs) get it to me.
3: (laughs) Okay. First off, the word democracy is not in our declaration of independence and it's not in our constitution. Democracy is not there. It has never been there. It never will be there. Okay. So we do not live in a democracy and all this, do you know how many times he said democracy in his speech? At least seven. I was quit counting after a while. Mm-hmm. He kept on saying, this is a democracy. Save the democracy, 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 democracy. It's not a democracy, folks. Greece was a democracy, as, as Tony talked about earlier. That was a democracy. And basically, democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. That's it. And if mm-hmm. if it, it if that's as simple as it can be, and it doesn't need expounding on. Um, the other thing in the division of the United States, well, all the Americas. OK, let's just say it that way, because there's so many other people voting in our elections, too. We know this. <laughs> come on. Let's let's admit it. Um, the, uh, the thing is, uh, the reason why I liked Trump, OK, is because my gut instinct, I'll tell you, this happened. Oh, I don't remember what year, but when Hillary Clinton ran for Senate. Remember when she ran for, for Senate in New York, right? the day she represented my stomach started tensing and just stayed tense and it didn't stop being tense until she lost the election to Trump mm. i'm not kidding i mm. was in the military when she when you know she went on her political foray and that that woman scared the hell out of me that woman as president of the united states scares the hell out of me oh yeah so what they're doing and, and you know okay trump he's not he's not the nicest person he has a gutter mouth okay folks remember he was a carpenter he worked on he was on construct he was a construction worker okay when he was a kid they are salty as f okay and you can't really blame him because believe me my my language is pretty saltier Okay. So, you know, if you now, if you, if that makes you qualified as a candidate for presidency, I should be POTUS. I should be the first woman, and you guys will not know what to do with me because I am not on anybody's side, to be honest with you. Okay. I am on the truth side. I am on the American side. These, I, I, I feel really bad for the Democrats because they're being flailed upon by Republicans. And I'm talking about the de- Democratic voters. Okay. I'm talking about the Democrat voters. I'm not talking about the people in office. These people making, getting on their, having their, um, their track, they're on track for a millionaire status. I don't have any sympathy for them because I know what they've done. They've violated their, their gut instinct. They have violated their internal truth in order to make that paycheck and get the payouts. Okay. I'm talking about the American people who are trying to live their lives. They're trying to live and they want to work, just have their families and be happy because of both parties. Because I don't forgive Trump for his 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 um, his cowardice in the face of germs. He's a germaphobe. Okay, he was exceedingly coward. Hey, guys, I'm not.
2: (laughs) No, that was dope. Go ahead.
3: Nah, he's a germaphobe. He he talked about it back in the 90s I think or something like that. You know, he was a germaphobe. They used that against him to get his to get their will done to shut us down. That's how they managed it. And it's when I say they, I am talking about the deep state. I am talking about Republicans that some call rhinos. I'm talking about Democrats, I'm talking about the bankers as Tony referred to. I'm also talking about the power yeah, the power people okay. They did this on purpose, they know dang well because that it was a freaking cold. Okay, it was a cold. Anyway, I can go on and on about that. But I uh, Democrats, there was something else. Um Democrats are demand. Wait a minute. Let me get my glasses on. Sorry guys, That's okay. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine Never mind. when you're All right, when you we'll are... talk about the Vatican. Did... Oh, Oh Yes, please. Um, Democrats are denouncing. I was watching Twitter last night and I was just watching it after that speech to see how's it going. And I follow both libertarian or all uh, libertarian, non-affiliated Democrats and Republicans on my Twitter. I follow them all. I want to see what everybody's thinking. What's their what's their talking? Democrats are really pissed at that about that speech. They're leaving the Democrat Party because of that speech. That scared the hell out of them. Okay, even Democrat voters are scared of what they saw the other night, and they're leaving the Democrat Party. They're and openly say, saying this that they're leaving the Democrat Party and going to vote Republican just to you know because they're they can't do this. So the thing is, is what we need actually is if if we're going to have this voting sh- crap, this crap, sorry, shit show every four years, guys, let's make our own party. We're armed; we can do it.
2: <laughs> Most that of us would, are
3: armed. I, I know that one is armed. I'm pretty sure that one is armed. I don't think Billy's armed. I sorry. I I'm believe. armed
2: with these. These are deadly. <laughs> are weapons. they registered? Are they registered? Just stay the <laughs> hell away from me. All right. right I got these <laughs> and these right here. And the brick outside say, you, that yeah, my teeth. My teeth. Right. Say,
3: dude, Don, I'm so gonna not. give you the
2: last word on this and then we're moving on okay. to the Vatican. What's up, Don?
1: Yeah, again, I just think it's 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 partisan politics, and uh, this and that's why the, the two party system has has served the elite so well, because you, even though like you said right now, and that's why I think that uh, yes, they're obviously an awful, but but I, I used to call the Democrat Party Democrat. Now I'm even called the Democrat Party. Democratic Party is as when I was a Democrat, uh, the evil party, and the Republicans, the stupid party. And I think the, the Democrats are obviously have gotten about as evil as can be because they are in charge of everything. They're in charge of the culture. And the nominal Republicans that have any influence, the Liz Cheney's, or the, that the guy that cries all the time. I don't even remember the his name is. Uh, people like that. The guy from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What is what is his name? The guy that cried. Uh, I can't even think of it. Uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: These guys, the only two that are on the, uh, you know, the January 6th commission, uh, they're setting the culture. There and I, that's what I think. And I, I still wouldn't, I would rage against it if I was president of the United States. I would make a speech, as much as I write all the time about this woke identity politics, this madness, the 57 genders and the racial, uh, the, uh, the, the racial ide- the race, the critical race theory and all, all this, you know, mutilating little kids. This is horrible stuff. But I wouldn't attack all the millions of people, apparently millions that are subscribing to this. I, I would try to make my points that this is madness. So I think that's what uh, Joe Biden, obviously I don't think, I don't know if Biden is capable, of it outside of the Bidenstein project, because I don't know what Biden's real medical faculty, he may be behind the scenes laughing with uh, Epstein <laughs> and John McAfee for all I know. I don't <laughs> know what the hell he's doing, you know, because he's, he's got, it's a big club and weighing in it, as George Carlin said. So this could all be a show because he does kind of drift in and out. And much as didn't Hillary Clinton look that way in uh 2016. Yes, did. did everybody think that, that that she was on the verge of going down? They're covering up, and she looks sharper she, than ever
3: today. Right. she was I mean, thrown she's, into she's, an SUV like a meat, like yeah, a chunk of meat. Yes, I mean, yes, it's tossed in yes. there.
1: And I, you know, I I I think they do this for show. All the world's a stage, the more <laughs> the older I get, the more and more I'm believing this is all theatrical. I don't know how much of it is real, as all at all, you know. And so uh, I, I think that. We really need to just look at what what is what are the effect that's going to. We know that things are wrong, but nobody's really speaking out against it in that way. It's, again, it's this partisan stuff. With you know, when when Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate gets raided by the FBI, we've talked about this. Then suddenly, briefly, Republicans want to abolish the FBI, which is a good thing. It should be abolished. So should the CIA. All our intelligence agents, most of our government, should be abolished because it's all unconstitutional and it's, it's it's not serving any good purpose. It's they're serving bad purposes. But, uh, that seems to have subsided, and the only reason they cared about it was because it was Trump, because again, the Trumpenstein project is triggering people, and you can see the people that hate Trump are willing to believe you know that eighty million people are, are are horrible people are Nazis because they hate him so much, and they attribute it, and the other side that that loves him still thinks he's president and are willing to abolish the FBI if they do anything to him so uh again, this is I think this is all theater, and I I wish people would just start think, thinking outside the box and think for themselves, we're, we're collapsing. Uh, this is it's a purposeful collapse. The economy has is, is always been a joke, but it's a, you know, the, what I wrote about in Survival of the Richest has changed even since then. It's completely rigged. It's collapsing. And uh, you, know, you have the situation we have today with the cultural madness where you don't even recognize it as, it's anti-culture. You have open borders, all the stuff that's happening. The Bill of Rights is being demonized People are saying, you know, they, they don't even believe in freedom, let alone free speech. So I, I think we have much bigger fish to fry than Trump and Stein or Biden Stein. And so I, I wish people would just uh, realize that they, all these leaders are horrible. And uh, like my friend Vince Agnelli, who I hope is out there listening, I think we need to start local. That we need to form. I don't know about a new party, lucky, because they would control that, but. We need to try to overturn the school boards and things like that and start local, maybe get some mayors in there and try to work our way up because that's our only hope. We It's hopeless at the national level there. We have the, the people have no input whatsoever into that.
2: Right. Understood. And and um, uh, best point that I took from it is the, is what needs to be communicated and how it needs to be communicated and the way Biden did it. Is very 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 divisive right so and and what i did is probably very very divisive but i mean I, i'm not the president of the united states you know and and i don't claim to be able to figure this out all right but i, I mean i know what i think i know right but um but a, a softer approach might be better to bring people together absolutely i i i agree with that you have to be able to communicate that accordingly and um it's very difficult to do anyhow um all right we got two more things that I want to cover. We got some time, Tony. Can we get an extra ten today or no?
0: You yeah, absolutely. I will do that. We'll do extra ten. Thank you, buddy. Go ahead. Get into the Vatican. Well, so a couple of people brought this up to me, and uh, since I'm in the financial gold and silver business, this headline stuck out. It's the Pope imposes a deadline for the Vatican to transfer assets to bank, and this mm. is all of the satellite assets of the Vatican of the church of the catholic church all the churches are decreed to turn in their funds and all their holdings to the vatican bank they have a, an october 1st deadline for all holy see offices and vatican link institutions to deposit their assets with the vatican bank now this is a i think a very important headline that needs to be examined it probably isn't covered much by the mainstream at all i never see it but you, you have some things happening, folks, and I, I, I totally agree with Don. We're talking about Trump and Stein, and we're talking about the Biden-Stein project <laughs> and uh, how, how Brandon's speech was with the stuff. It's not inconsequential, but in, in comparison to other things that are happening around the world, the stage being set for World War III. Again, I don't want that to be the case, but our leaders are setting the grand chessboard. You can see it. You can see it in Ukraine. You can see it in Taiwan. You have, I think, for the first time... And, I, and I'm a student of, of finance history, and I can't find any examples where the, the head of the largest bank in the United States told people there's going to be an economic superstorm. I keep bringing this up because I've never seen it before. Usually banks on in every level are cheerleaders for the economy, for the currency, all the way to the end, past the end, because they don't want to cause panic. FDR created a, a banking holiday the day after he was elected, maybe the day of. Uh, As soon as he signed his first executive order, because there was going to be a massive run on the banks. And he tried to stop it by saying, oh, we're just going to have a bank holiday, you know, because, again, there was going to be financial chaos. So confidence, psychological confidence is why he said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. There was a message to the people not to be afraid. So our leaders are sending us signals. The, The Vatican, and I think this is repatriating its finances from all over the world because the Vatican and the church, I believe, does not see stability in the future, and this is something you should pay attention to as well because all we're seeing institutions and what we perceived as things that would last for a long, long time uh, passing away, and there's going to be a new order, a new world order. I mean, it's whether it's the liberal world order or the BRICS nations. Uh, there's a there's competing factions for who's going to control the one world government. That's you know uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. That's the BRICS nations. They're creating their own currency. They're creating their own gold standard. So there's this this story with the Vatican, I think, is another signpost on the road to warn all of those who tune into shows like this that uh, you need to do, do some research and be prepared because the world as we know it, I think, is about to change.
1: All
2: right, Don, give us your thoughts.
1: Yeah, well, certainly. Uh, I, I don't know if they still have, uh, I, I guess, Bishop Paul Marcinkus is long gone. The uh, mobster over there ran the Vatican Bank for a long time, like the, back at the, the time when they probably killed Pope John Paul I. So Vatican, yeah, a lot of synodity is going over there for a long time. The Vatican Bank has rightfully come under a lot of scrutiny, but people don't realize how much property. Vatican owns. So I guess they're, they're, so they're calling in all their assets. They're calling in all those property buildings they own in London and uh, uh, the Vatican has astounding reserves and they're unaudited as well. You know, maybe we got to audit them after the audit the Fed and all the big foundations, but uh, yeah, it's very, it's, it's concerning, especially when you hear all the talk about the digitized currency and uh, maybe this is all part of that. I hope not, but that seems to be the trend, you know, this, everything's going in one direction and it's, it's not a good direction.
2: Uh, lucky you brought this up. So what are you thinking? What's going on here?
3: I'm seeing, I'm zooming out on this whole thing and I'm looking at it in a wider perspective because you've got bricks and it's starting to coalesce quite well. And of course the Vatican doing this, that's when I became alarmed. I'm like when the when the papacy is starting to gather all their resources, what are they going to do? Sell all the churches that they own here in the United States, St. Jude's hospitals. <laughs> all? I'm dead serious. there's Catholic hospitals. Mm-hmm. And it's entrenched with the FBI. Okay. Mm. Don't forget FBI and the Vatican is tight, tight. They're brothers, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So we got a lot of, we, uh, we need to pay attention to this. Not because we as individuals living our lives, um, you know, are going to be affected by it or um, can do anything about it. But we as hosts and personalities on air, we need to pay attention to it so we can tell others so that they can see and not be surprised because you know the vatican pulling all their money they own most of the wealth of the world i mean if you think about it they i think they even own a lot of london the monarchy you know holy crap and all the, the uh, their libraries and everything they've got information informational they got information assets and they've got physical assets uh, uh land property think of every country they're in there's not a country they're not in
0: they got their most telescope
3: uh, uh, this is <laughs> not even this is, that's right what you guys know, so
0: uh, they
2: have he, said, he said they got right? their Lucifer telescope that's the said, Lucifer. Go ahead. Curi- yeah.
3: right that's, you know curious, exactly. curious what, name angel. <laughs> and a- angel one the satellite is angel one they've got one up there um mm-hmm. and all these different religions that, that stem from that Vatican's not going to be funding all this stuff all these cat parochial schools are going to be cl- shut down all these uh, Catholic businesses are going to be sh- shut down because if they're pulling all their assets, that's exactly what they're pulling. Now, if you start seeing priests and nuns jumping on planes and going to Rome, then there's something happening. There's something going to happen to us. Okay. Mm. So, th- so watch this, you know, it's like, if you start seeing coales- coalescence of different organizations like BRICS, they are starting to do very good job at exchanging. You've got India, um, China, of course, and, uh, Brazil, Russia, and South America, and who's the other one? Did I miss one? No, I got oh,
0: it. The BRICS nations. Uh huh. South Africa, right?
3: And get this: there's others that's trying to join in. There are other nations trying to join in. I don't, I don't doubt Venezuela's trying to get in there. Okay, and I don't blame them. The IMF is run by the United States. The IMF or the Federal Reserve? Excuse me, not the United States. Let's be sheer, uh, clear on that distinction. Um, the IMF is run by the Federal Reserve and all these what
2: no i'm reading the comments i'm sorry somebody says i'm uh, funny keep going okay
3: um so, okay you have fun there you <laughs> but anyway the imf and the world bank and now we've got uh, the economic forum uh, a lot of people don't know the world Eco- economic forum used to be the european management fund or fund management something like that it was a european thing now it's world economic forum now we've got all these people this is the thing that, that I've been telling my listeners. Okay. Write down all in your local community, let, write down your local people who are, you know, are on your side versus those who are not, you know, are they, are these people that's going to turn you in because you have a gun? Are these people going to report you to CPS because you let your kids get dirty in the yard? Um, that kind of thing. Then you write another, you get another concentric circle around all that and you find out who your local politicians are. Who were they? Are they, did they go to the WEF last year? Are they part of Klaus Schwab's little organization? If they are, write it down because that's somebody you need to watch out for in your local politics and then concentrically go further and further to from your county government to your state government. And of course, and so just so you know, I am fully aware that Ivana Trump, Ivanka, excuse me, Ivanka Trump went to WEF. She's part of it. Okay. So that's why I don't trust her for, I don't trust her at all. Okay. I don't trust her at all. She's just as much, she's right in there with it. Trump, I don't think he's part of it, but his letting his daughter have so much power. Mm-mm.
2: It's interesting. No. You know, the, the whole is- world economic right. forum uh, scenario, we should uh, do a show just based on that yeah. um, one of these days and and get into it and take it apart. All right. We got one more thing. I want to get into uh, the, the Mar-a-Lago situation and apparently you know, they released everything that they took or, or that they found that they discovered. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but, but there were files that were top secret. Some stuff were some folders were emptied out, but they also found Trump's laundry inside some of these freaking boxes, which leads me to believe that Trump hasn't looked at any of this stuff, right? They found his tie. Like they found some shirts. I'm not even kidding. Like this is this is what they found in these boxes. Where did they find it? In Melania's
3: closet or where? Where did they find no, they this it, In they, their they bathroom?
2: Found, <laughs> they found it uh, 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 packaged together with top secret uh, government files. I don't know how these things got there, but I'm just saying Trump didn't read these things. That's just my position right now. Tone, give me couldn't. your thoughts. We'll go around the table and we'll get up out of here. Go ahead, Tone.
0: Yeah, I don't think you read them either. I remember yeah. thinking that I... I listened to one of his audio books uh years and years ago and he, he quoted socrates i'm like you didn't read that and i kind of just that, like, back then i'm like he's like that socrates was a smart guy and said something about that question <laughs> he I, like, like I, don't, I don't think you really read <laughs> philosophy sir uh but i don't i don't think that he's reading the documents i think that uh this is just you know did they just set him up to where he like hey he just might, take those and might. then they then they, they got the link to go raid him later and just keep messing with him. I, I don't know. I mean, I, he probably hired the people that came and raided him anyway. I don't, I don't know. That's not, <laughs> really um, so I, I don't know what the, what yeah. the concept, I know that these presidential libraries folks, I mean, they have massive amounts of documents from a, from a presidential term. And uh, I'm sure because you're the president, because you're the chief executive um, you know, and commander in chief, you're going to have all sorts of, cross uh between non-top secret and secret and all these other I, mean, I, I had a secret security clearance in the u.s army uh so i mean you can cross reference all kinds of stuff when you're talking about massive amounts of documents he just took them with him i don't believe he reads them um but we'll see i mean they're, they're are they going to indict him for this stuff I, I i highly doubt that i think they're probably looking for something else to do that
3: i've got a question for you tony in regards to that because you did have a secret cl- clearance so the the f- the documents or the, the paper that we saw in that photo that was produced to, that was given to the media that the FBI gave to the media. Um, did you see how the arrangements and all those covers were on there? Okay. Did that look real to you? I mean, did you ever see those kind of sheaths or those cover letters and things like that, the way it was arranged? And then that one, how it was folded over. Um, that was curious. Um, well, I don't put it
0: past these people to to create something. I don't. Oh, they you know, it's staged been 20 that Twenty years since I've looked at any any kind of any kind of documents with any kind of different covers on them. But I mm-hmm. I do I do know that they you know you go back to the '93 World Trade Center bombing. That's all you really need to know about the FBI. That's all. you, I mean, you could talk about Lon Haruchi and you can talk about shooting Vicky Weaver in the head, holding her child at Ruby Ridge or Waco and burning people alive. But really, all you need to know is that they built the bomb. Right. They it's on Dan Rather, folks. I mean, you can go look at the old, the old clips. I mean, it's 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 not a conspiracy theory. They built the bomb. The informant kept telling them, "Don't build a real one." They built a real one. So, will they plant papers? Sure, I don't know, I, but I'm not sure what it's for. I, I'm I'm still I'm still processing to see what angle this all is. Right.
3: That informant. I, I'm with thing. you on it. Go ahead. You know, we were, we were talking about the uh, the malicious and such earlier. Okay and um that particular what's his name who did the world trade center 93 okay he was smart he recorded everything there was another group who guys several months ago um uh, the fbi was in his house and was looking at the pretty bottles that he had on his cabinets and everything it was a wife's or something like that and the guy and the fbi agent or confidential informant with same same if you ask me um they went and um were talking about uh uh the bottles and said you know those would be good little molotov cocktails let's do that right and the guy the the target in this investigation he said you know let me talk with the state attorney general and see if that's legal if that's legal we'll do that but if it's not legal we're not doing that i mean he was smart he was on his feet he realized what the gig was even if it was just his gut instinct doing it acting like saying my recommendation is be careful with your company folks. Okay. If you don't know them. All right. I know these guys have, we've been dealing with each other for years. All right. They don't pay (laughs) us enough to be friendly like this over years. Okay. They don't pay, they don't pay enough for a confidential informant. So, but if you don't know the person, if you got a new friend and they're coming up with all kinds of neat ideas, how to take our country back and all this stuff, Hey, you better, you better kick them out of your house. (laughs) <laughs> you better kick him out and don't let him in again, because it's probably an agent. Just like Don had said back earlier in the show, there was a time when all those malicious or everybody, when you go into a militia meeting, every, the two people you see, one is an FBI agent. The other was probably CIA. Damn. Yep.
2: Damn. Hard to refute yep. that in any sort of way. Don, you get the closing thoughts. What's up?
1: Well, I hope uh, the New York times or some other enterprising, uh, part of our vaunted free press goes after the story of uh, Trump's laundry. I want to hear more about this. I mean, did he have holes in his socks? Uh, what, what's his real waist size. I mean, I think we can find out all kinds of things the inquiring mind wants, wants to know, but yeah, this is just, it's an absurd theater. Why would this laundry be involved? And, and especially if you, if there turns out to be literally dirty laundry, which my guess, it will be if, it's, if it's, if it's the Trump hating press, I mean, God only knows what they might discover. Well, what they're saying
2: now, Don, just just to give you a little bit of context on on this, what what they're saying, (laughs) Don, what they're they're saying is, and and I heard this on CNN this morning, they were like, well, the fact that his laundry is in there proves that he was hiding it and that he read it. I think it proves the exact opposite. But this is exactly (laughs) what they're saying now. Go ahead, Don.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're looking for something nefarious. I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it, I'm, it's, I'm sure it's an impeachable offense in their eyes, even though he's no longer in office. But I mean, this is, this is, again, Trump is, and it's interesting, we talked about the WEF, the World Economic Forum. How close is that to the WWF, of which, of course, Trump was, a, you know, a Hall of Fame member. So again, I think this is all theatrics. And that why did they change your name to the WEF? Is that, you know, because it's, <laughs> I mean, this, this is all really, 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 Billy has a background in wrestling. This is all theater and again Trump knows it as well as anybody. I don't think Biden has any background in in, uh, in wrestling but uh this it's it's just it's all theater and uh the entire moralogue. Yeah, thing. That to yeah, his son. It, it, yeah, yeah, I mean you know the uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And there's uh, I think that uh it's very likely that Trump uh, was was in on this to the extent he can be. Again, I'm taking him at face value. Like, If I take Biden at face value, then he has severe dementia, and it is elder abuse, as Lucky mentioned earlier, by our society, if that's true. Right. I don't take him at face right? value. If I take Trump at, at face value, I, I think he may very well be illiterate from what we've heard. Maybe he can't read anything, and so I don't think he read anything. I don't think he's capable of scheming or doing anything beyond a very elementary level. So totally I just think true. he he would have to he would have to be the dumbest politician in the history of the world if if we take him at face value. But again, I don't take him at face value. So I think these are all actors, and I think it's a giant production and everybody riled up. Much ado about nothing, like like the entire Trump and Stein thing. It's sound and fury, signifying nothing. Meanwhile, the country is collapsing. The borders are wide open. We may have water shortages, we may have food shortages. Oh, we may God. be going to World War Three. I don't know. But uh, we're worried about uh, We're worried about Mar-a-Lago estate and the FBI is still going to be barging in anywhere they want as our local police. And uh, nobody's going to be concerned about that particular uh, situation. Well,
2: it is Mm -hmm. sacred ground, uh, Don. Uh, Mar-a-Lago is sacred ground. We should be worried about it, violating the sanctity of Mar-a-Lago, according to one Mr. Steve Bannon. Uh, uh, Stephanie Green in the chat. How are you, Stephanie? Thank you very much for tuning in week after week after week. She gave us five dollars. Thank She's you. She's
1: great. Thank we you, appreciate Stephanie. you. She's wonderful.
2: And she says, "She says I protest uh, that there was no I protest last night <laughs> on the rock and <laughs> oh, <engine. laughs>
1: It was, but, but it was a great whose dog. I was protest. there
2: barking? Oh, go 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 ahead, Don. What's sorry? Right. What's what were you saying?
1: was maybe what my bar was uh no hopefully what tony i hope there will be up there for people to see and i'll be sharing the archive show but we had g edward griffin and for whatever reason rockfin didn't record so uh hopefully you'll be able to see the archive show do we know that hopefully
0: yes it is it is about to load and as soon as we're done with this show that will go up and i guess we'll discuss off camera if we're going to run it live or just load it the legendary
2: G. edward griffin
1: it's must see it's must see tv stephanie so please
2: G. Edward Griffin and Don Jeffries you can't get much better than that that is absolutely must see TV two legends in there together you know I mean we really need to start uh, I would recommend that everybody like you know just appreciate those moments right Jordan Maxwell is gone you know and and, and people will never get Mm -hmm. to see you know whether you agree with him or disagree with him the genius of that guy anymore you know and when you get two guys like Don and, and G. Edward Griffin in a room just you know Live it, you know, and enjoy it. So go check it out. Tony's gonna pull it, put it up very soon. Um, we got a couple more. Hold on. Um, and, and then we'll we'll go around the table and say goodbye. Wolfman was in there. What's up, Wolfman? What's up, Harps? How are you? Uh Riley was in there. What's going on, buddy? Tom Cooper, Steven gave us 10 bucks. Also, thank you very much. We appreciate you, buddy. Um, dope. Somebody was making reference to did Don get a new chair? Why are there no squeaks? What is going on? i'm uh, doing the same thing i always i am
1: sorry uh, you know Didn't move yesterday i know I, I yesterday i know somebody was saying the chair lives in some comments on facebook yeah. so I, uh.
2: people love sure. the chair lucky they, they love don's chair it's it's the the fourth member of america unplugged um somebody it's because uh,
3: i'm here
2: <laughs> right it stayed shut because lucky was here in respect to lucky uh somebody and yeah, the, there were a few people in the chat talking about um um Trump being a carpenter, man. I forget who it was. I want to give you credit, whoever it said, but said, oh, uh, uh, if you believe that Trump was a carpenter, you're in La La Land, somebody said, and I, and he I lost. He was in
3: construction, though. In the uh, early years before he became famous, he was in construction, and he talks just like a New York construction worker. Come on, Billy Ray. You know what I'm talking I mean. about.
2: I mean, he talks like a I New Yorker. New- I mean, I, well, how much of a carpenter he, was he? Like, he's, he was rich from no, the he day was, he was born. Like, you know, uh, did he go guys, out there for they, a summer internship well, or he, something? No, like, he had to I mean, work.
3: He had to work. Uh, No, he had to
2: work. I don't know, Lucky. He
3: he wasn't getting the money from his dad, but he had to work. I'm
1: gonna go. I'll go
3: Go look it up.
2: I I didn't know
1: that either, Lucky. I I would love
3: to. I I would love to picture
1: that, though. I remembered that from when he, from when he was
3: younger, back when I was a kid, and we would Uh see these different clips about Donald Trump on the TV, whatnot. Um, But yeah, he was. He had to work. He had to work with his hands. That's when
2: when I was a construction worker. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know some people on social media. The Carpenter, and he was born in Bethlehem.
2: No. Oh God! Tony, my God! <laughs> yeah, that was my You're thought. When kidding, I first heard it. Yeah. <laughs> you are not kidding. I was born okay. in a manger. Yeah. I was born in a manger. There were animals all around. That was it.
0: I later bought it, refurbished the whole thing. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and I but <laughs> and <laughs> I can't even do it anymore. You're making me laugh. <laughs> Wayne McCroy is in the chat. What's going on, Wayne? How you doing? Greetings and blessings to you. He says that the Vatican holds is the central of the new world order power, right? It's at the very least the central of intelligence, right? At the very least, true. right? If if we think about, and this is something we can't really prove, but it's it's accepted fact that well, it's an accepted, you know, theory, I guess that uh, uh you know the, the library of alexandria was uh, was uh, all the stuff uh, all the sacred books uh with all the hidden knowledge was taken and put in a vatican in a vatican vault and there's there's so many vaults in the vatican that people just can't access who knows what's in there the the, the, the original crystal skull is probably in there all this sort of stuff you know <laughs> the ark of the covenant just like indiana jones and uh and uh which one was it uh raiders of the lost ark which is fan friggin' fantastic okay brand. Right, right um the holy grail was um what was it uh last that crusade. was the last crusade which i love too the temple of doom was good but the last crusade and raiders of the lost ark are my are my favorite I, I love that one uh wolfman jack says really billy i don't know why you said that but um yeah probably um let me see what else who else is here i want to get some more people i said harps what's gone what's going on uh Rhonda tate what's up there was a couple of new oh, people Ronda in t- the t- chat. Hi, Rhonda. Was...
1: Good there to see you, Rhonda. She's, she's, she's very supportive on Twitter. Good to see you, Rhonda. We appreciate
2: you. Thank you. Jason Barker, what's going on? Thank you. We appreciate you as usual. Um, There were some new people, and now I got to find them. I got to start writing these things down that way. I don't have to scroll at the end of the show, looking like a crazy person. Uh, John149. Oh, uh, hell yeah. WWE pay-per-view today, if anybody's uh interested. <laughs> I may watch. <laughs> what else we got? Um. All right, guys. I'm sorry if I missed anybody. I really... Oh, Marsh Wiggle. What's up, Marsh Wiggle? How you doing? There were a few more. I know there were more. I'm sorry. I will do a better job at this uh, next time around. The legendary Don Jeffries. Ladies and gents, tell the people where they can find you.
1: Uh, My website is donaldjeffries.media. You can find everything you need to know there. Uh, I'm promoting especially my Substack, donaldjeffries.substack.com. I protest just like my show. And I'm looking for more. I'm getting more and more active on Twitter since Facebook shadow bans me. It's at Don Jeffries. I'm doing Twitter spaces a couple times a week. If you haven't done it, that's where Rhonda Tate found me. Uh, it, it's really, it's 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 a free speech platform within Twitter. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it's really <laughs> cool. You can get a lot of people in there. You can say whatever the hell you want on Twitter. It's really cool. So I, I really enjoy it uh, a lot. So look for that. I'll probably be doing one tomorrow night, but I advertise it in advance. And, of course, my own I protest here uh, on Rockfin every Friday from five to 7 p.m. Eastern produced by the great Tony Arterburn.
2: Right, right, right. One hundred percent. Damn, I had somebody in mind and I lost them anyway. Tony Arterburn, the alpha male of America, unplugged. <laughs> and Tell him what's up.
0: I'm something. Um, well, I was I, I forgot to mention after all this rhetoric and Biden with the F-15s and all the rest <laughs> and the threatening red background. I'm beginning to think that corn pop was a good dude. <laughs> um, you can find me arterburn.news. And I was going to tell people I started just putting the stream up on my Facebook channel. Cause I'm just going to tank it. So if you want to friend me on Facebook, <laughs> you find me, at, uh, find me at Tony Arterburn. And I just, I've kept it for a while. I had one of my channels delete. I thought, well, let's just go ahead. And so what I'll do is when I'm on there, Tell people to go to America Unplug or rockfin.com forward slash America Unplug. Find us there because that's where we will outlast all of the technocratic platforms. So, yeah, go friend me on Facebook or find me on Twitter while it lasts. I'm going to stream there. My show is uh, Mondays and Fridays, 2 p.m. Central Time. Arterburn Radio transmission. Got a lot of cool stuff coming out. So, uh, thanks for everybody tuning in today.
2: And find us on freeworld.fm. You guys will be the first to know when we launch. Uh, officially, but we're doing a soft launch very soon. Our special guest, Lucky, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you for Thank hanging you with us. You can come join us, join us here on America Unplugged as you wish. We appreciate you. Tell the people I where they can you. find you. All
3: right. So we, um, okay. There we goes the chair. the chair. There it goes.
1: <laughs> I want to give the people what they want. <laughs>
3: Customer Fantastic. service, baby. Customer service. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, as of right now, we're still on TFR on the radio show Monday nights, uh, Monday nights is Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern. Um there, I am going to another channel soon. We are starting something new so that we can be on the blockchain and we are doing a lot of I'm so excited. It's and we're calling it Truth Refugee. Dope. So yeah, and I'm I'm inviting you guys to come on my show once we launch, which will be very soon. So Fantastic. you guys will come.
2: Of course, I'm a truth Earth refugee. Earth. Why would I not?
3: <laughs> because we've all been banned, censored, and etc. Kicked off. Thank you. I appreciate Fantastic. that. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to be launching. Like I said, we're going to be launching so- soon. It's going to be a whole new animal. And um, yeah, we're lo- we're looking for leaders. We don't need followers. There's plenty of followers out there. We're looking for leaders so that we can be a communications network um, between all kinds of different. Um, Walks of life throughout the United States. We all agree <laughs> that there's something wrong with this country. All right. That doesn't mean we are voting the same way. We don't care about that. What or we if we're, about we're voting
2: it. at all, right?
3: Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's broken. I don't. I don't. Uh,
2: I don't participate in organized crime. Jason Barker says mm-hmm. that the first time he meets Tony Arterburn, he's going to challenge him to an arm wrestling match.
0: Accepted. Just
2: Show the, guns. Show
3: the guns. Show the guns. man.
2: <laughs> See that, that that happens to me all the time. People meet me that's and it. then they want to fight me. You know, they're like, "I challenge you to a duel." You know, they did all the time. Just telling you, I, I I never ever don't accept those. Okay, so please don't step to me on the street. Say hello.
1: Not
3: tempting,
2: right?
0: But otherwise, you I'm know, all for uh, it. He deserves it. He uh, he's been a great customer and friend too. Oh, so that's I'll definitely arm rescue, you, and we'll put it live on the stream.
2: <laughs> right, and, and and Tony will lose on purpose. Right, Tony Never King. know. Okay. But I'll say I was cheated and it was rigged.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right. My name is my name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid. It's always a pleasure to broadcast to all of you. Uh, America Unplugged, it is my privilege to hang with Mr. Tony Arterburn and Don Jeffries every Saturday. I I, I enjoy the shit out of it. it. It really is a privilege how much I look up to Don and how much I look up to Tony, you know, and to be able to do a show with them. Every week is a, is, is, is a blessing, you know, so I, I'm very happy about that. And all of you, everybody listening, everybody that tunes in week after week, everybody that gives us a little bit of change. Look what we were able to do with Don. You guys did that, man. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And, and the, the chair, the chair made made an appearance. You know, he, he, he wanted to, to chime in before you guys before you guys, uh, you know, rioted on the streets you know for all of that stuff. So <laughs> so thank you uh uh the infinite uh the infinite fringe on Apple podcast America unplugged right here on Rockfin 12 p.m. Eastern every Saturday and americaunplugged.com americaunpluggedradio.com you find everything there subscribe and and send it to your friends and send it to your Trump zombie friends you know and and see what develops you know um that would be dope. And let's look out for America un Not America unplugged we're here. Let's look out for FreeWorld.fm coming soon, ladies and gents. We're going to have a lot of fun there, Lord willing. it go really well or it could go really wrong. Either way, we're going to have a lot of fun. We're getting up out of here, Tony. Play us out.
0: I'm playing us out.